Section 41 of The Sunny Side. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Sunny Side by A. A. Milne. Disillusioned. The card was just an ordinary card. The letter, just an ordinary letter. The letter simply said, Dear Mr. Brown, I'm asked by Mrs. Phipp to send you this. The card said, Mrs. Philby Phipp, at home, and in a corner, dancing, 10 p.m. No more, except a date, a hint in French that a reply would not be deemed offensive, and most important Mrs. Phipp's address. Destiny, as the poets have observed, or will do shortly, is a mighty thing. It takes us by the ear and lugs us firmly down different paths towards one common goal, paths pre-appointed, not of our own choosing, or sometimes throws two travellers together, marches them side by side for half a mile, then snatches them apart and hauls them onward. Thus happened it that Mrs. Phipp and I had never met to any great extent had never met, as far as I remembered, at all. And yet there must have been a time when she and I were very near together, when someone told her, That is Mr. Brown, or introduced us, This is Mr. Brown, or asked her if she'd heard of Mr. Brown. I know not what, I only know that now she stood at home in need of Mr. Brown, and I had pledged myself to her assistance. Behold me on the night, the latest word in all that separates the gentlemen and waiters from the evening dressless mob, and graced moreover by the latest word in waistcoats, such as mark one from the waiters. My shirt, I must not speak about my shirt. My tie, I cannot dwell upon my tie. Enough that all was neat, harmonious, and suitable to Mrs. Philby Phipp. Behold me, then, complete. A hasty search to find the card and reassure myself that this is certainly the day. It is. And 10 p.m. the hour. P.m., not a.m., not after breakfast. Good. And then, outside, to jump into a cab and take the winds, the cold east winds of March, with beauty. So... Let us get on more quickly. Looms ahead. Tragedy. Let us on and have it over. I hung with men and women on the stairs and watched the tall white footman take the names, and heard him shout them out, and there I shaped my own name ready for him, Mr. Brown. And Mrs. Philby Phipp, hearing the name, would, I imagined, brighten suddenly and smile and say, How are you, Mr. Brown? And in an instant I'd remember her, and where we met and who was Mr. Phipp, and all the jolly time at Grindenwald, if that was where it was, and she and I would talk of art and politics and things, as we had talked of these many years ago. So, Mr. Brown, I murmured to the man, and he, the fool, he took a mighty breath and shouted, Mr. Brownie! Brownie! 
yes he shouted mr brownie to the roof and mrs philby phipp hearing the name brightened up suddenly and smiled and said how are you mr brownie brownie lord and while my mouth was open to protest how do you do to some one at the back so i was passed along into the crowd as brownie who on earth is mr brownie did he i wonder he and mrs phipp talk art and politics at grindenwald or did one simply point him out to her with that is mr brownie were they friends dear friends or casual acquaintances she brightened at his name some memory came back to her that brought a happy smile why surely they were friends but i am brown a stranger all unknown to mrs phipp as she is to me a common interloper i see it now an uninvited guest whose card was clearly meant for mr brownie soft music fell and the kaleidoscope of lovely woman glided swayed and turned beneath the shaded lights but mr brownie nay brown not brownie stood upon one side and brooded silently some spoke to him whether to brown or brownie mattered not he did not answer did not notice them just stood and brooded then went home to bed end of disillusioned recording by rhonda fetterman